Welcome to Your Glowing Podcast. We're your hosts, Coco and Cindy. On this podcast, we'll be sharing advice, resources, stories, and tips to empower and inspire you to pursue your dream life. Conversations that will transform your mindset, kickstart your wellness journey, and keep you glowing. Join us on this weekly discussion as we learn, laugh, and glow together. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, friends. Welcome back. I'm Coco. (laughs) I'm Cindy. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. So apparently, New Year's resolutions came from the Babylonians, and apparently they made promises to the gods every year, hoping that they basically would, like, resolve their debt, which I'm assuming means, like, any wrongdoings that they had done in the past. Yeah. It looks like it happened 4,000 years ago, too. 4,000 years Uh, ago? Yeah, 4,000 years ago. (laughs) And we found this on How Stuff Works. Let's see. It says, they rang in their new year with an 11-day festival in March. (laughs) Why don't we get that? Can we get 11 days off work, please? (laughs) Please. That's amazing. That sounds like spring break. (laughs) Right. I need 11 days to get ready for the new year. (laughs) Yeah, for real. It's a new Mm -hmm. chapter. Mm-hmm. I keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder who does that. I never used to do that before. Where did you get that from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember we talked about how we're like a little bit of everyone we know? Yes. Who is that? <laughs> I know. Now I'm going to like pay attention. Yeah, you're like, who did I get this from? I'm pissed. Okay, so here it says many of us are still making that resolution today so what's the secret to keeping it it turns Ooh. out yeah it turns out simply wanting to change is not enough you need to make it stick one way to do this is to share your resolution with others do you think it's like holding each other accountable or something or just like if you're telling someone you're you're like i kind of don't want to let them down and then like yeah. kind of you know <laughs> embarrass yourself yes <laughs> I think that's what it is, honestly. I think so, too. I know, because if you tell yourself, but you don't tell anyone else, you're like, okay, if I just casually don't do this anymore, like, it won't make a difference. But, like, if I told you, yeah, (laughs) how would they know? How could they know? How would they know? (laughs) But, yeah, I think, yeah, telling people stuff definitely holds you accountable. Like, even this podcast, right? Like, I feel like after I told people, like, as much as I love recording with you, I'm like, this needs to happen now. Like, if we hadn't told anybody... It'd be a different story, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'd probably not record every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> probably not have it off every Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> but it's good. It's keeping us accountable. Mm-hmm. Keeping us consistent. Yes. And I think that's so important. Yeah. Um, Consistency. 100%. Do you remember when you, like, started doing New Year's resolutions? Like, how old you were? I think for me... It was probably in college. No, no, high school or college. And it would usually only be about weight loss. Same. (laughs) Yeah. So never really for like the right reasons. Not even like losing weight for health, just like to lose weight. And the, and the like ways to do it were so unsustainable. Like I remember oh I'd be gosh. like, I'm only eating pineapple and like carrots and that's it. And I'm like, yeah, how long did I think I was going to do that for? Okay. Like girl, there's no way. I, I the rest of my life. Starving. I was starving. <laughs> I know. So bad. It is. How sad is that? Like from a young age, like both of us, we, you know, we, yeah. our goal was to lose weight. And 
at that age, you don't really even need to lose weight, really. No way. Like, what weight? Like, where? Do you know or do you remember where you even came up with that idea of, like, not eating that much at all? Because, like, I had the same thing, too. I think it was just the trends of the time. Like, uh-huh. I remember on TV, you'd see, like, Paris Hilton. She was always so stick skinny. And that's, yeah. like, who I kind of looked up to when I was younger. And I think the trends of like fashion and clothes were so revealing and just not very flattering that I always felt like I needed to lose weight. And I feel like that's what everyone our age group talked about too. Like I remember we'd get, I would get with my friends and be like, we're going on a diet. We're going to run like 10 miles a day and we're not going to eat anything. Oh my God. How much time? Yeah. Yeah. So young to be thinking that way. Where do you think it came? Where do you think it came from for you? I think I, um, I didn't really notice it until like later in high school. It was like late high school, almost college when I had this friend, um, she was losing so much weight. And the thing is like, she would never eat lunch, right? If she did, it'd be like a bite of her salad. And I think she was just losing it in a really unhealthy way too, you know, but that's when I started noticing it's like, whoa, she really lost a lot of weight, you know? And then I was like, what am I doing? Like, why am I eating this sandwich? Or like, why? I just got super self-conscious, like comparison and things like that. So sad. And like, yeah. what was our reason behind it? Was it like to get boys or was it just for our own thing? Like, you know, that's the thing. What it's not like I know. I don't know. It's not like I notice any more attention, you know, yeah. when I was starving myself. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I was just too focused I wonder if it's just like me, like a me thing. Cause like, I was just so focused on um, not eating and like just focusing on just losing weight and stuff. It's not like I didn't even focus on guys' attention. It was so weird. Yeah, that's you a good know? point. And I think when, I think I started going on Pinterest when I was younger and a lot oh. of the pictures I would see would be like uh, motivation quotes to lose weight. And it'd be like these really skinny girls, like pictures of them. And I used to make these mood boards of like these really skinny people and all these quotes. And I'm like, don't quit, like keep going. It's worth it. And all this stuff. And I don't think I ever thought about like how it felt. It was always about like doing it extremely fast and being really extreme mm-hmm. about it. Yes. For me, it was Tumblr. Did you ever use Tumblr? Yes. Oh my gosh, girl. There were so many like weight loss challenges on there. That actually might be where it stemmed from for me. Like so many, just those girls with a super, super skinny bodies. And I'm just like, it's again, just comparison and thinking that's kind of the ideal body shape, you know, um, when I was younger. So I think that's where it kind of stemmed for me too. Oh, definitely. And you would see all the pictures that got the most likes and things like that were like the really, really skinny girls. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of my friends started gaining all these followers on Tumblr and she was a lot skinnier than I was. And I was like, oh my God, like I want to be Tumblr famous. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. Oh, things we do. I know. And all the weight loss fads, like you said that, you know, the weight loss challenges and things like that. Mm-hmm. they were insane they were like eat less than 500 calories a day and it was none of the folks was ever on health ever no I don't know about you but I think I developed a really unhealthy relationship with food because of that yeah <laughs> you felt guilty after eating yeah. at least that was me oh 100 so guilty um and the thing is I think I tried to hide it from my parents um but I don't think it was 
it was I did very good at hiding like my parents can my parents can see like why is she not eating oh <laughs> it's um it's tough because you're so easily influenced at that age so whatever you mm-hmm. see you really like it's almost like, I don't think I really even put that much thought into it besides just kind of following along with it. And I remember one year, my aunt from New York came to visit me and she was like the cool aunt, you know, she was super stylish and always just looks younger than her age. So I remember at that time, my diet was literally popcorn and smoothies. Like that's what I ate. That's it. Cause I'm like, popcorn's low calorie and fruit is so good for you. And Mm -hmm. so I remember she came and I was, all I was eating was popcorn and smoothies. (laughs) And she was like, Oh honey, that's way too much carbs and sugar. And I was like, Oh my, cause I didn't, there was no science. There was no rhyme or reason. It was just like, this is low calorie, which for the amount I was probably eating was not. I know it's like the amount of calories is in one serving and I'm eating like 20. Yes. Oh my God. It is horrible. So how long do you think your resolutions were just revolving around weight loss? How long, like, do you think they lasted or how long? I guess, yeah. How long they lasted and how, like, how many years did you do weight loss goals for? Dude, it was like every year, especially through college. Like so bad um and how long would they last I feel like for me new year's resolutions for some reason it doesn't really last like it doesn't really stick maybe it's because I don't share with others (laughs) I don't know I I just like was never consistent enough like not disciplined enough to like stick with it but also like the things that I was doing like you said are not sustainable you know like how do I expect to eat only an apple a day for like ever, you know, <laughs> an apple a day. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. I know. Cause like, mm-hmm. I, like we were saying, like, I don't think I ever thought of like, okay, I'm only going to eat popcorn and smoothies for like this amount of months. And then even if you do that for that amount of time, like whatever you do after your weight or whatever is just going to come right back. Like you're not really making sustainable changes. So it's just yeah. like a quick fix. Exactly. And what about for you? Do you think like, how long were you doing those weight loss ones for? So yeah. Oh my God. High school, college. I think one year I was kind of over it. I'm like, how many years have I done these weight loss resolutions and never really stuck to them. And I saw, I don't know if it was like an article or something, but it was like, instead of focusing your new year's resolution on how you look, gear it toward like becoming a better person. So like, I thought about that for a while. Like that was the first time I had heard anything like that. Cause usually you see on magazines, like all these weight loss, new year's resolutions and, you know, like all these, um, different brands just like promoting a weight loss resolution. And I never thought of it in a way that was outside of that. So I don't remember how I came up with this resolution, but I think it was like probably when I was in college and I remember sitting in class, this is so random, but, um, when people sneeze in class, I used to get so annoyed and grossed out. I'm like, ew. And I think there was, I know, just, oh, I can't, but there was someone in my class and they always said, bless you to people. And I never, like, I never said that before. And 
I like thought about it more and I was like, that is so kind. Like you really care about other people. Whereas I'm like getting grossed out when people sneeze. <laughs> so my new year's resolution one year was to say, bless you. Every time somebody sneezed, <laughs> that was the first new year's resolution I actually followed through with. And I still do it to this day. Oh, and I love that. if someone's far away and I hear them sneeze, I even have to like say, bless you in my head. I'm like, I see it. Like I, I have to. So if you ever sneeze, like I'll say it to the point where like my boyfriend sometimes will sneeze a whole bunch of times in a row and I'll get annoyed because I have to keep bless you. I have to keep saying bless you. So then I've learned this technique to say bless you for the rest of the day. Then I don't have to say it anymore. It's the most wild thing. But you know what it was too is I only set one resolution for myself. I think when you overwhelm yourself with like 10 different resolutions, it's hard to really stick with one. Yeah. Wait, so you say you stick with it even to this day? Even till this day. Oh, I love it. Um, wait, so what do you think it is? Do you think it's because you only set one? Do you think it's because it's like more manageable? Like how do yeah, you Yeah, I think yeah, definitely. Cause it's not something that happens every day. So when it mm-hmm. happens, I'm just it's easier to just do it. And then also the fact that I just had one. Cause I I was actually listening to this YouTube video the other day and he was talking about the trouble of like our society right now is we're trying to achieve so many different things at the same time. And yeah. like, think of you trying to play, like learning how to play an instrument, right? If you focused on that one instrument, you would quickly become good at that a lot faster versus trying to learn 10 instruments at the same time. So it's like, you got to pick one or two things that you really want to focus on getting better at versus like trying to do a hundred things because you're not going to progress that much in each thing. It's going to be, I think just too much. Yeah. I heard someone talking about that. They were saying, um, like you said, so many people are just focusing on too many things instead of just focusing on one. And then when you put all of your effort in that, like you can really achieve something great. Yes. I know. That was the first time I heard that. And I think, it really like woke me up because I try to do so many different things in the day, right? Like I try to eat healthier and I try to, you know, get more creative and I try to be better at work and I try to do this and I try to do all these things, which I mean, yes, you should try to get better in every aspect of your life, but like picking a few things that are like the most important to you and those can be your priorities. Yeah. You can just overwhelm yourself and get so busy that you're not really like reflecting on what you're doing or really noticing why you're doing the things you're doing. You kind of just live on autopilot almost. Yeah. I feel like when you're overwhelmed in any aspect of your life, even for instance, like, let's say if I go to forever 21, sometimes it's like so overwhelming. I like, I don't end up getting anything. I just leave because it's too much. (laughs) Yes. That's a really good, that's a place where you like have to be in the mood to shop because Mm -hmm. you you got to make a day of it almost of like looking and sorting through everything. Yeah. What is that thing called? It's like, uh, let's see. Oh, decision paralysis. Ooh. Have you heard of that? I have, but what does it say? Like, what's the definition of that? So it says when we have to select from options that are difficult to compare, it's okay. So basically decision paralysis is like when you have so many options, for instance, um, like on Netflix, you have so many options. So you end up spending so much time looking for what it is you want to watch. And then you end up like just falling asleep or not even finding anything that you want to watch because there's just so many options. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, I feel like that can definitely be with, let's say, New Year's resolutions, right? You set so many of them. And listen, making a change is hard, you know, like trying to change something that you're so comfortable with. Like, it's going to be, it's going to take a lot of energy. And when you have to exude so much of that energy on so many different things, of course, you're going to be overwhelmed and tired and want to give up, you know? Yes, exactly. And I, um, another thing too, is like setting smaller goals. So instead of your goal to finish the book, you read one page instead of your goal to go to the gym and work out for an hour. Your goal is literally just to get there. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. I listened. I forget where it was. It was like a podcast, but they were talking about going to the gym, right? Um, this guy, he set his I don't know if it was a New Year's resolution or just like he wanted to start going to the gym. So he literally would just go to the gym and then like leave. And then the and then um his friend was like, What are you doing? Like, why are you going to the gym and just leaving? He's like, I'm building that, like he's building that um, what do you call it? Just the muscle memory. About, yeah, like- about like just going to the gym. He's like, I'm building that first. And then once he starts getting used to just like getting up and getting out there, then he starts going to the gym and now he's like consistent with it. Wow. That's a, that's a great idea. Cause I think like, if you think about your excuses not to go work out and things like that, like, Oh, you know, it doesn't fit in my schedule, but think of it. You go to work like eight hours every day and like, you just have to go maybe because people are holding you accountable. Like we had talked about, but like, if you set your gym routine being like, no, these are the days where I have to go. I think you probably end up going more. At least I think I would. Like if you have somebody there waiting for you, like I think for us, when we met, we were going to the gym every day. So we were kind of holding each other accountable. Like I felt like I had to go because if not, like you knew I was supposed to go. (laughs) No, a hundred percent. I'd be like, well, we would be like, where is she? You know, if like I didn't show up or if you didn't show up. Yes. Um, Yeah. So I think a great way to kind of be consistent is definitely having someone do it with you holding yourself accountable. But if you don't have someone like in, in that case, you know, for me, how I started like getting into the routine of going to the, or working out and stuff, I realized that I didn't want to drive to the gym. Like I didn't want to waste time driving like 15 minutes because it adds up. Right. So, um, instead of making the excuse saying like, oh, well, it's just too far. I'm not going to do it. You can start with just literally just walking around your neighborhood in the mornings you know, and then slowly incorporate, like, there's no rush, slowly incorporate, like, you can do um, some at home workouts on YouTube, right? You can go on a run. It's really that simple. And then you can just do it for like 10, 15 minutes, start with that, and then slowly increase up. I've noticed that makes a difference too. on the weeks where I do like even 10 minute workouts, I feel like I notice a little bit of a difference. Yeah, do you I feel like happier? I don't know what it is. I just like my mood improves my mood. Yes. They say like dancing in the morning. I used to do that sometimes. Can really just like build your confidence for the day. It gets your energy, like your heart rate up and like kind of just prepares you for the day. And then you just kind of feel like you're like present in the moment, right? Like you're kind of getting in touch with yourself in the morning by just having fun, you know? Yes. I know. I've heard that dancing is actually really, I don't know. It's really good for you. Mm -hmm. Good for the soul. Uplifts you. Yeah. Do you think you're going to set resolutions this year I don't know like the thing is you know back when I was waking up at 6 a.m and like going on like doing my workouts and everything in October I I don't know I feel like 
with resolutions, you really can start like any time. It doesn't have to be a new year, but yes. I think it's really helpful when it's, it just feels like a fresh new chapter or something, you know, mm. I'm really trying for December to like, um, to wake up early. <laughs> I haven't been really doing well. Cause girl, I go out one day and I'm recovering for the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that I can relate. Yeah. That's like, that's the whole thing about why I'm not waking up at 6am that one day I went out in October. <laughs> Halloween. Curse you. <laughs> oh, old age. <laughs> Just but you're so right. It, it is something about like a new thing. Like I've noticed, you know, when you get like a new notebook or something and you start oh writing gosh. and your handwriting looks really good and you're feeling so good and it looks so cute. And then yes. like slowly it's not looking as good. And then like sometimes you can put that notebook to the side. And then once you come up with like new resolutions or goals or something I'm like I need a new notebook but I like still haven't finished the other notebook that I had girl 100% that's like me and my planner I can't do planners anymore no I wasted $30 I haven't touched it I'm like not interested anymore what's hard for me is like when it's a monthly calendar and I skip a week then I'm like oh like I I don't like having empty pages so then I just give up altogether I (laughs) Do you have a notebook that I absolutely love? It's a planner, but it, it doesn't date it. Like you circle the days of the week that you're doing each page on. And it's uh-huh. like a checklist. And I just, I love it. Like it's the greatest thing. I think I got it at Staples or something like that. But Ooh. yeah. And then I'm, so the checklist is on the right side. And then it's like a bulleted journal on the left side. And I just love it. And I'm, I started when I first got the notebook, but like color coordinating it. So I would do um, things I needed to get done that week in green and that like I wrote it in green pen and then things that I didn't necessarily need to finish, but I wanted to work on. I would put that in orange and like just visually, it was so good to see that Mm -hmm. and like decipher the two. Ooh, we need the link. (laughs) We need the link to that. <laughs> this is not sponsored, but I got you if I can Love. find it. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's it sounds like something I need. Mm-hmm. I know. Are you still It'll, using it? I am still using it. I stopped for a little because with work, like this is for work that I do it for. I don't, I should do it outside of work, but mm-hmm. I was writing, like, I was sending what I was doing for the week out as an email. So I didn't feel the need to also write it. So I stopped for a little bit, but now I'm going back to writing it. Oh, love. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, The other thing too is like sometimes having nice pens, like a nice notebook and like just fresh things, not to promote like consumer, consuming new like products and things, but having a nice pen can make a really big difference in like getting excited to journal or like write your lists and things like that. Yeah, so when I got my planner, I got this huge pack of like different colored pens. And I don't know what it is. You're right. It, I just get so excited to like start planning and um journaling with all those pens and stuff, but what is it that like I'm excited for a little bit of time and then just kind of drop off like completely? I know it's so bad. It reminds me of when you're younger and you go back to school shopping with your family and you're so excited about your backpack. You're so excited about your notebooks. And then you just get used to them and you just take them for granted after. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes your pens run out of ink or whatever, or like they're just not new or like, 
as clean anymore, I guess. But it's sad. We should appreciate them more. I know. You know, it reminds me, same with like gym clothes. I used to tell myself, I'm like, I'm going to get a new pair, like super cute, expensive leggings and like um, just a workout outfit. And it's going to make me work out more. Um, No. (laughs) Nope. Not at all. It's so funny because I actually prefer working out in my like oversized tee and like shorts versus my like my expensive leggings or anything. Me too. It depends. (laughs) Depends on the day. Sometimes I'm like, yes, I look cute. Like everybody look at my gym outfit. And then sometimes I'm like, eh, whatever. It's just it's comfy. (laughs) You're you feel more comfortable, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agreed with that. But yeah, I've definitely had that with gym clothes too. It's like, you're like, I'm going to work out every day now that I have these clothes. I'm so, I look so cute. And then you wash them or whatever, and you use them a few times and they, they don't look the same. <laughs> no, you would think that for a hundred dollars, it would like, you know, last yeah. longer. Last for every workout for the rest of my life. But I know. Here we I are. This, was, this is what I signed up for. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I have a list of 50 goals in this little magazine that I received from FabFitFun that I got as a gift from my boss, actually. And I feel like 50 is a lot of New Year's resolutions to have for one year. That's like a third of the year. Wait, are those those ideas or are they like, you should do every single one of these? (laughs) It says, with New Year's resolutions, you don't have to think big or crazy. It's all about the small changes and new habits you introduce into your everyday routine that make a lasting impact. It says, check out 50 New Year's goals we'll be working on in 2022. So I wonder if, like, they're all working on it or if they collected everyone's individual (laughs) New Year's resolution. (laughs) dang okay here we are saying like we should have one resolution and they're like we have 50 yeah like way to make us feel bad okay (laughs) baby steps for us yeah less is more (laughs) let's hear what they uh what they say though so i highlighted a few that i liked one says swap your grocery bags with reusable totes I always try to do this, but I always forget my bags. It's so bad. And I, every time I leave or walk into the grocery store, I'm like, I forgot my bags. And I feel like I say it out loud so people can hear. I'm like, I swear I'm a good person. <laughs> like it's a thought that counts. <laughs> it's pathetic. Yeah. I can't. You should leave your bags in your car, like the trunk or something. Yeah, I know. You're right. I definitely should. 100%. Yeah. Do they charge you for bags over there? I think some places do. I think Trader Joe's does. But like for, places for plastic don't. bags? Do they over there in California? Everywhere, everywhere, yeah. I wish they did that. I honestly do. <laughs> I would be more motivated. Yeah. Save my money. <sighs> Another one I like is write handwritten letters to loved ones instead of sending virtual ones. Ooh. That's I cute. Them. I feel like we don't do that much anymore. Yeah. I love handwritten letters. It's just so yeah. much more personable. Like you had to go through a few extra steps to get a message out to somebody. Mm-hmm. And then you can keep it. Like I have a box of letters and things that people have written to me. It's just nice. Yeah, Sentimental. It's cute. Um, really cute. I don't know if I ever go back and read them, but. 
I do if I'm sad. Oh, <laughs> let me go down memory lane. Like, yeah, reminisce. Yeah, very nostalgic. Uh, another one says participate in a local volunteering opportunity. Ooh, I want to start. That's definitely one thing I want to start doing again. I used to volunteer at nursing homes and it's so cute. Like, Everyone there is just, they're just funny. They're just, they're so hilarious. funny. hilarious. I yes. love old people. Me too. <laughs> they're so cute. Same. <laughs> I helped this one man in a nursing home and he really wanted to plant this garden like around the community. So mm-hmm. I would help him and he was in a wheelchair. So he would kind of tell me where to put the soil and where to put the seeds and everything. And it was really sweet. And then one day he had like the, people working there email me and he was like you don't need to spend time with an old man like me go live your life and all this stuff I was like oh it was so oh sad <laughs> it was so sad I miss you Daryl Daryl I miss you <laughs> it was Dude. sad too because I worked at an elementary school that was like across the street and one day mm-hmm. when I was driving there I saw him like in his wheelchair like cruising across like um on the sidewalk like he was like going for like a little stroll and I like wanted to roll down my windows and say hi but I'm like I don't want to scare him you know oh yeah wait so then after that you just stopped talking to him yeah because I want to respect his boundaries you know if if that's how he felt and stuff but yeah yeah Dude, I wonder why, like, because there's definitely people, um, like, the older people that I used to work with, and it's, like, almost they feel bad that, like, we're there, but it's funny because, like, I don't know what it is. Ever since I was young, I just feel like I like their conversations so much more than a lot of people our age. I'm like, I actually enjoy this so much more than talking about, I don't know. Me too. same yeah. but I'll probably feel like that when I'm old too but like go live your life go do stuff right yeah but yeah it's tough when they that's you know what they're saying or that's how they feel yeah okay let me see those are the only ones I highlighted let me see if there's any other ones I like <laughs> that's, it. <laughs> that's it those are the only good ones that's all folks the other ones are talking about like resting and recharging um make your bed every day I think I already do that I've like, I'm do pretty you? good about doing that. Mm. Do oh, you? That's one thing I need to do. No, I absolutely do not. Ooh, I heard, I was listening to this, probably like a YouTube video. And also one of my professors said, like, making your bed is like such a good thing because you start your day with already like having accomplished one thing mm-hmm. and it's an easy thing to accomplish. That's Definitely a good saying. habit. Maybe that can be your New Year's resolution. Maybe. Make your bed. That's it. It's easy. It really is. I know. And it sets the tone of your day, too, like you said, right? You're just it, starting to accomplish things, check it off your list. Definitely does. And um, I think for me, like, my bed's pretty easy to make, so it makes it easy to make it. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't have too much. I have a bunch of pillows. And then I don't like having, like, too many blankets, so it's not too hard to make. I know. I literally have a comforter. <laughs> yeah. Girl, you have no excuses. You better start. I'm like. I'm going to call like, you in the morning. Like, <laughs> Show me your bed. I know. Show it to me right now. Let me I see it. I don't know what it is. I'm like, I'm going to hop back in bed anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the bed feels so much better when it's made and you go in. It's so much more cozy than like shuffling around. <laughs> like, you're mm. tangled up blankets. I'm just gonna go into like a burrito. <laughs> Roll myself into burrito. 
<laughs> sleeping bag. You need a sleeping yeah. bag. That's what you yeah. need. <laughs> Have you seen those burrito wrap um, blankets? I thought people usually just do that with a comforter and just like roll themselves in. No, it's like, it's a blanket that's circular and it looks like a tortilla. Wait, I have a tortilla hoodie blanket. You do? I do. Where'd you get that from? Um, Someone sent it to me. Like I made a video for them. So I have that one. And then I have this red one, which I'm obsessed with because it has this huge pocket. You can put so many snacks in there. <laughs> it's like a zip one. <laughs> That's amazing. It reminds me of like the Snuggie. Did you ever have yes. a Snuggie? Um, I think my mom did. I, I never had one. Did you? I did. I think it was really weird. One Christmas, my whole family, like, I don't know what it was, but every gift we got, I think we got at least three Snuggies each for Christmas. It was the weirdest thing. It was, it was the Snuggie season. Snuggie season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was so funny. And then I saw this meme and it was like, when you realize a Snuggie is just a backwards robe. Oh, dude, for real. <laughs> yeah. I died when I saw that. I'm like, <sighs> I feel so dumb. <laughs> I've been bamboozled this whole time. I didn't even bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cozy though. Something about it. Backwards robe or not. Like whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. <sighs> that branding was great. Like everybody got those. <laughs> Dude, the marketing, heck yeah. So what do you think makes a good New Year's resolution? Um, what makes a good resolution? Uh, I think, like we said, something manageable, something doable, um, something healthy, <laughs> like yeah. nothing extreme. <laughs> Agreed. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest part is just something that's like manageable and like sustainable, you know, so then you keep with it and something that's good for you. Yes. Um, what about you? Yeah, I agree with those things. And I think another piece to it, too, is having a real reason why you're doing it right like not these superficial reasons because that's hard to keep going with something like if you have a deeper reason for why you have that goal I think it's so much easier to keep up with because you know when you're struggling or you're coming up with challenges and things like that like remembering the reason why you're doing it helps so much so like say your goal is to get really healthy you could say oh because I want to get a guy or like I want to look cute in this dress or whatever. And I feel like that's something that's so easy to be like, oh, whatever, and kind of just brush it off. But like, if you talk about like getting healthier for like your own well being, your energy levels, so you can show up better for your friends and your family, I think that's way more sustainable because that's like a more meaningful reason to continue. Yeah. Um, you know what I realized with resolutions um, and just starting something new that you want to be consistent with. Um, I think for me, a huge part of it is like external forces, for instance, like someone else holding me accountable and things like that. And one thing I really want to learn is finding an internal source, you know, like how can I like motivate myself and keep myself disciplined? Like for instance, going to the gym or like when I would wake up early to stream, it was because people would tell me like, oh, I look forward to like drinking coffee with you in the morning and stuff. But like, what if like people weren't there? Like, how do I keep myself motivated and still continue to do it, you know? Ooh. So it's that um, deeper motivation then of yeah. why are you doing it, you know? How do you like 
how do you find it and stay consistent? Yeah, I think you just think about it. Like I said, like the energy levels, how you show up for other people. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if you start your day making your bed or doing things that make you feel good, then in return, you are just a better person all around. You're, um, you feel good about yourself. So you're nicer to other people. And just realizing how one small action can kind of like manifest itself into other areas of your life. Instead of just thinking of like, oh, making your bed, that's such a small thing. But like thinking of all the other added benefits that doing that small thing can have on your life. Yeah. Like there's so much more that goes into it. Mm -hmm. Um, With like the whole waking up at 6 a.m. thing, I felt like such a better person and like just like a better mood. And like you said, it kind of flowed into like how I was with other people because I was happier I like got my workout in and like stream and everything um it's like I know that right when I really think about it but I think in the moment when I am contemplating like should I wake up at 6 a.m or should I just sleep in a little extra I don't automatically think about how good I know I'm gonna feel I think of like the instant gratification of sleeping in you know like how do I transition like change my mindset Oh my God. So I was actually talking to my boyfriend about this yesterday Uh and talking about instant gratification and how following that is like so much more regret versus if you just push through that feeling of wanting that instant pleasure, how like the pleasure that you get in return of resisting that like instant gratification is like much longer. So there's like this chart that shows like, you know, you wanting this thing. And if you decide you're going to push through, so let's say like, okay, I'm out to eat and I really want to get like dessert. I want to get this big dessert. And I know that doesn't align with my goals, right? Like I said, I didn't want to have sugar. So last, like just in a quick decision, I decide to order it. But the like time of pleasure that I have is so short versus the time of regret that I have after I eat that thing. But if I just withhold that in that little moment where I want to like, just get that pleasure and I just decide, no, I'm going to wait. And like, I don't need this. The pleasure you get from turning down, like that thing that you're trying to avoid is much longer, which is so interesting. Dude. So true. Mm. Um, it's always that impulsive thing that I'm like. Yeah, it's like mindless, right? You don't really yes. think about it. Yeah. But then, of course, you think about it after. Yeah. And it's like a quick, like, I don't know, just like a super quick decision. And then you're right. <laughs> a little bit of pleasure from whatever, like eating that cake or whatever you or like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Super last minute without any thought. But then, oh, my gosh, the regret just comes flowing in. <laughs> it's like, yes. shoot. <laughs> it really does. It all comes down to mindfulness when you really think about it because you're mindless when you're thinking that you're like, yeah, I just want to do it, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. And then after you're like, oh my God. But if you just would have taken a second and been like, okay, how am I going to feel after this? Like if you really start to think about how am I going to feel once I eat this dessert or whatever it is, you'll realize like it, it, it's not going to make you feel good. And you almost feel it in your body before you do it, right? Like if you actually take a moment to think about it, like I feel like if I'm going to do something that I know doesn't align with my values and I stop for a second and think about it, like I get almost like a gut feeling that I shouldn't be doing that thing. How do you think we can incorporate, like, how do you think we can be more mindful, you know? Cause in that moment, you know, you don't think about it. 
anything like that. Yeah. I think it really goes back to what we were saying, kind of simplifying your life, right? You have a few things that you really want to focus on and not being overly busy and like doing way too much. Cause I think that's when you start making mindless decisions. Uh, yeah. You don't really focus on any one particular thing. You're just like all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently we actually cannot multitask. Like multitasking is not a real thing. No. <laughs> like you think you can, but how can you really have your focus on two different things at once? You know, you can't. Yeah. You so, really can't. Definitely. Um, and that's another thing with just becoming burnt out too, you know, you take on too many tasks and overwhelm yourself. So true. You can just feel it in your body when you're doing too much. It's like, um, you know how they say like your thoughts and like a mental, like whatever you're going through, it definitely, definitely like manifests into physical ailments. You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, like you'll, you feel it in your body and then it's just like it can be kind of like a cold or like getting sick or anything like that. I've totally noticed that, you know, when I'm traveling or I'm doing so many things, I'm always get like a little sick after because I'm doing too many things. And yeah, it is really true. We need to listen to our bodies. And, and if you have a cold or whatever it is, like reevaluating other things that are happening in your life almost, you know? Yeah. And I've like, I've just recently kind of learned the important, uh, the importance of resting you know because I always think like you have to go 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 get as much done as you can girl no I think this whole weekend I took a break you know um from just working so hard on all of the different projects and like my my nine to five and stuff and I think I really needed that because I feel so much better after taking a break it was just overwhelming you know yeah it all goes down to being led by what feels good right sometimes being super productive and being really busy feels so good but like if you start to feel yourself getting tired or physically you don't feel well or mentally being okay with being like okay I can take a break it's normal we're not built to do the exact same things every day you're almost less productive when you don't take a break right I've heard this analogy of a pencil (laughs) when um, you keep using a pencil right it gets dulled down and if you don't take time to sharpen it like which in a your case would be like taking a break and like recharging, then you just get more dull and dull. And if you take time to recharge, then you're refreshed. You feel good about doing stuff. Whoa. I like that. I like that so much. Yeah. I think in society we're so like results driven. We all, all we care. A lot of times people care really about being productive and always creating new things or doing new things. And I think maybe implementing a a new year's resolution that includes relaxing and time for yourself to recharge is, is a good new year's resolution. Yeah. And I feel like doing so it's definitely, I think like resting is also being productive because it's good for yourself, you know? And I was reading something. They said that when you're resting and stuff, um, sometimes we say we're resting, but we're not really resting because maybe we're not at work. Maybe we, you know, say we're resting, but we're constantly on our phones, like going through, depending on what you follow on social media and stuff, you know, it can make you feel anxious, make you like compare yourself and you're not really letting yourself rest. Yes. Yeah. So, um, today when I went to church, the whole message was about joy and, gratitude one thing that I really liked they told us 
um, he saw this video on TikTok. So I relate with this pastor. Your pastor saw on TikTok? Amazing. Yeah. You manifested your pastor. I know. That's um, so great. Yeah. He was like, I saw this, this like kind of guru guy on TikTok. And he, he asked this couple, he's like, what if I told you I could make you guys a millionaire? No, actually like $10 million, you know, by the end of today. And they look at each other. They're like, what? Like they get excited. And he's like, it looks like they were back in love again. And then, uh, and then they're like, yeah, what? Of course. He's like, yeah, you guys would want to. And they're like, no, of course we do. Like, what do you mean? And then that guru goes, okay, but the only catch is um, you're going to die tomorrow. And then they're like, <laughs> they look at each other and they're like, wait, what? They're like, no, never mind, no. And he's like, oh, okay. So what you're saying is that you waking up in the morning is worth more than $10 million. And then they were like, <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, I guess so. Like, I guess, I guess so. So that's just like changing your perspective in life, right? Like you think about what you would choose. Obviously, um, what is $10 million if you die tomorrow, right? So the whole like the whole thing about that story is to remind you that there's so much to be grateful for, you know, um, and just trying to realize that and practicing gratitude because that is kind of what cultivates joy, you know, and they were talking about joy is a choice, you know, you have to choose every day because even if you're going through things like grief or um, feeling sad and stuff, you can still feel joy, you know, you choose that. So it was, I don't know, such a good message today. Yeah, that's a really great message. Um, do you have any plans for New Year's resolutions this year? I think for me, it's going to be focusing on my health and doing okay. things that make me feel good. So I don't know if it's like any really necessarily goals where it's like it has a specific deadline. But I think with a lot of resolutions, I think I don't know if we talked about this before, but like what what's people's end goal in mind right so you say my new year's resolution is to lose all this weight but like is it just for the year or is it for a lifetime kind of thing and so my goal is to implement habits for a lifetime so um realizing the foods that make me feel good i mean that's something i've been focusing on this year but really focusing more about that because at the end of the day health is wealth like what you talked about with that tiktok video is like yeah. It is so important. And even there's interviews with like Steve Jobs and they talk about, you know, what's important. He's like, I would give all my money away to have to be in good health again when he was sick. Wow. And it's true. And I think we're at an age where your health is so important. We're at like that crucial stage where if we don't take care of ourselves, you know, we'll age faster, you know, you could get disease quicker and that's what I want to focus on. So exercising, not to look good, but like really to have my body feeling good and working the way it should be working, like at its maximum potential. Yeah. I think we take it for granted at our age too, you know, um, they always say prevention is key. And I think the whole thing is like, I don't know, like we, we don't really think about like, oh yeah, one day we are going to age and stuff like that, you know? So that's why where we're at right now, I think that's such a good resolution to have. Um, do you, like, what do you have in mind for doing that? Just eating healthier? Like, yeah, eating healthier, getting more exercise in my day. I've been good with prioritizing sleep, but continuing to do that and continuing to learn. Like, YouTube's such a great resource to oh, learn yeah. about how different foods affect you and things like that. 
another thing that I never did this before and it's kind of gross. Like I never used to wash my face at night. And like, you know, there a lot of people are so obsessed with their skincare routine. And yeah. to me, I always thought like, oh, it's kind of just a, not a fad, but like, it does it actually work? Like, I don't know. And, you know, you see different research, but like, I almost didn't trust it for some reason. But it's funny, my boss, she like is obsessed with her like skincare routine and she looks great for her age. And she was like, I stay out of the sun. Like, you know, I, I try to wear sunscreen when I go outside. I'm good with washing my face and moisturizing and all these things. And I think it just feels good taking that time at night to just take care of your skin. So that's something I've started this week, literally this week. Oh, love that though. <laughs> yeah. I got, what are those little like electronic, this like a brush for your face. Do you know what I'm talking Clarisonic? about? Clarisonic? Yeah. I don't know what brand I have, but I think it's, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like that br- with a little like silicone bristles or whatever. Yeah. So that's been fun to use. I'm like, this makes it fun. <laughs> but yeah, skincare. Yeah. Skincare health, taking care of just my body, you know, all, all around. Yeah. But I don't know if that's necessarily like a resolution because I'm starting that now, but just continuing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, drop the skincare routine. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> what does she use? The routine is soap and that little brush, <laughs> the little brush <laughs> and lotion. Okay. Dude, your skin looks nice though. Oh, thank you. I think it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you in on the secrets later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let us hear. Let us hear. Right. Um, <laughs> the other thing I've noticed too, I really want to focus. I'm not sure if this is a resolution, but like confidence and not being too hard on myself. Mm-hmm. So those are things I want to look more into and learning about like techniques about doing that. Cause I've noticed I can really beat myself up over really small things. And that's so not healthy, right? Like how can you get anything done? If any mistake you make, you're like really upset with yourself. Yeah. You have to work on, um, you know, like negative attitudes. It's easier to incorporate like a negative attitude. It's easier for us to do that versus like, um, being mindful and changing it to positive. Uh, oh, another thing they talked about in church was it takes you four seconds to imprint, to have like a negative uh, memory imprinted versus 14 seconds for a happy memory. Wow. Yeah. So it's easier for you to remember the bad memories. Um, so I think it's so important to like kind of be mindful of it and switch it, you know, um, instead of saying like, oh, why did I do this? Like, that was so bad. Just give yourself like you know, some room to grow. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to learn from this experience and do better next time. Oh, thank you for that. Definitely going to use that information. Yeah. Yes. So thank you everybody for listening to <laughs> our episode on episode five. Next episode next week will be exciting. A surprise for you. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? <laughs> As always, we'll leave you with three questions to reflect on. So our three questions we'll leave you with this week are, are you setting New Year's resolutions this year? What are some realistic goals you can implement? And how are you going to hold yourself accountable? Questions to reflect on. (laughs) Yay. All right, everybody. Looking forward to seeing you next week. It's time to get glowing. Bye, friends. Bye.
Thank you for joining in on our conversation. It's time for you to get glowing. If you don't already, follow us on social at Your Glowing Podcast for updates, weekly doses of inspiration, and to join our community of glow getters.